boys and girls, how you doing out there? My name is Noel Michael Smith and you're listening to the Low Food Fitness Lifestyle Podcast. If I sound a little bit different today, it's because I'm using a different microphone. I've moved house. I've moved out of London. I mean, way out of London this time. I've moved to a fine old area called Cramley. And it's on the outskirts of London, but a little bit further out on the outskirts of London. I'm enjoying this move here. It's a nice little village. The people are friendly. The people are lovely. People are nice. I'm having a whale of a time with this community here. And my children, my little children, they love it in this town. I've got everything at my disposal. I've got all my immunities. I've got my shopping centers got my park and my leisure center around the corner it's great it's a great place and i'm thoroughly enjoying this um i spent a christmas here and it's great but look we're not here to talk about me we're here to talk about that stuff everything stuff I haven't been around for a while as i just said i've been moving house drinking a cup of tea here got my old gray tea and things are being sweet and dandy my mother died last year. I think I told you about that the last podcast. I can't even remember when I did the last podcast. It's so long ago. My father died almost a year to the day. He died not so long ago. So it's... I'm an orphan, man. <laughs> I'm out here on my lonesome. Yeah, so that's what it feels like. Hey, now I know what it feels like to not have a mother or father. It's kind of weird. But it's a circle of life and we all got to go for it and we all got to live through this crazy times. And that's how it is. I was affected, but not quite as effective as when my mum passed away. When my mother passed away, it was a shock to the system. With my father passing away, I was close to my father as well. I had to dry run, didn't I, when my mother died. But anyway, look, it's not about doom and gloom because they're up there looking down on me and you all are out there and my mother's gone over to another place and my father's gone over to another place but look the title of this podcast i'm angry (laughs) oh my gosh that's clickbait and if you don't know what clickbait is it's when people name that's gonna shock hey noel's angry why is noel angry noel's never angry noel michael smith is a cheerful loving guy what is he angry about i'm gonna click that because i've never heard him this guy being angry ever before and see where all this venom is coming from but no you're not going to get any venom from me i'm talking about the venom from the people out there it's crazy out there you are going to get people wanting to sabotage and disrupt your life no matter what you're going through there are going to be things going on not only just with your friends but with your family as well family could disrupt your life but you know you have the choice to walk away from that And you may hear this same old story from many different gurus and mindset connoisseurs. They will tell you to walk away from it. It may be easier said than done. But you know, you do have the power to do that. Any disruption that you pay attention to will affect you directly. You don't pay any attention to it. It's not going to affect you. Let me give you an example here, right here and now. Someone's hailing abuse at you. You can see their mouth moving and you can hear the words coming back at you. Into your last nerve, you're going to be upset about that. Check this out. You cannot hear. You may have earphones on, deaf, whatever. You see the lips moving, but you don't hear the words. 
you're not going to be upset as if you heard the words coming back at you. And even better still, if you didn't see the lips moving, you'd be none the wiser. The same thing is happening to you in two parallel universe. One, you look and you see and hear what the person is saying. The other, the person saying what they're saying to you, but you've got your back turned or you've got your headphones on. Something is disrupting the signal for you not to pay attention to it there and then. The person who is delivering the content is delivering it just the same. They'll be just as vexed, just as angry as both universes. The difference is, is how you perceive it. One you saw, one you didn't. But you're in exactly the same place in both universes. So here's the thing. If you can be okay and none the wiser if you didn't see it, why can you not be okay and none the wiser when you do see it? It's your mind affecting you. Your mind is playing tricks on you. I've had podcasts like this before. Your mind is a sewer. Your mind is a gutter. You don't trust your mind. If you put stock in your mind, it would drag you down into the gutter. Your mind is like a fly. Flies don't want to sit on beautiful, clean, veneer surfaces. Flies want to sit on dirt, rubbish, crap, shite, nastiness. That's what your mind is. Anything your mind can conjure up that's disgusting, nasty, dirty, horrible, if it bleeds, it leads, your mind's going to rest on that. And it's going to manifest over and over and over again. This is why when you get bad news, news that's exciting as far as bad news is concerned, oh, that, that happened to that guy, or this person did this to you, so you must have this in your consciousness for the rest of your life. That's what your mind wants to do. Your mind wants that. Let me take a sip of my tea. However, if you pay no attention to it, it doesn't get fed. You're starving it. If you pay attention to something that happened six months, a year, two years, three years, four years ago, who is suffering from that? If you have a situation, you don't want to speak to a person. Let me rephrase, because you're kind and beautiful and warm-hearted and you love everybody, right? So you do want to speak to this person. There are forces in your life saying, that person did that to you three months ago. She or he did that to you a year ago. You should have nothing to do with them. How does that make you a better person? How does that make you strong? How does that make you powerful? Particularly if that person is in and around your circles. Now, I'm not saying, I'm not saying at all that if someone has hurt you and will hurt you again, you get back into bed with them, metaphorically speaking, that is. I'm not saying that, <laughs> I'm not saying that you go out and have drinks and smoke. If you smoke, I don't smoke, but whatever, I don't drink either. You get the gist, go and have a meal, that, that would do, right? So I'm not saying that, but what I'm saying is that you see this person on the street or if this person is hurt, any of those simple little things that you can give up is not a big deal. Because why are we here on this earth? We're here to communicate and to love. People often ask me, what is the meaning of life? The meaning of life is to be happy, to love and be happy. And once you have that, you would then 
have all the riches the world has got to offer. It is not a hard thing to do at all. So there was an incident, yeah, in my life where something happened and the person close to me was hurt by it. But they weren't hurt directly. The hurt was done to me. But that person insists that I must be venomous or be angry or disappointed. Well, disappointed, yes, I am disappointed. But be angry and not be pleasant to the people that wronged me. Now, (laughs) how is that going to solve anything? How is that going to make me a better human being on this earth? Because at the end of it all, that's what you want to be. You came into this world with nothing and you're going to leave with nothing. It doesn't matter how much money you accumulate along the way between zero and however long you live for. You cannot bring it with you. you there's no pass with that. You've got to leave it all behind. Now, when you are on this beautiful land, and some would say it's going to hell in a basket, but it's a beautiful place. But if you're here and now, what's the best thing that you could do? I just told you, you've you got to be happy. You've got to be pleasant. You've got to be kind. You've got to be warm. You've got to embrace life and that means doing all the lovely things buying nice clothes buying a nice vehicle if you like a nice vehicle and i come to vehicles in a minute because that's another thing working out if you want to work out if you want to drink have a drink if you want to smoke smoke i'm not stopping you from doing those things it will kill you but i'm saying you got to do the things that make you happy in life don't hurt anybody don't disrespect anybody but do the things that make you happy in life enjoy life and, and make life a wonderful experience. Music, art, ballet, whatever it may be. I love my music. Music makes me happy. Yeah, be happy with all of that. Because there's no amount of not talking, not helping, walking away is going to make the thing change or make it any different. Because what's happened in the past is gone. Don't dwell on the past, the future, the here and now. Well, the future hasn't come yet, but if you deal with the here and now and make the here and now the most beautiful, best thing ever, then what's coming tomorrow will be even better. It is not in my DNA to hate or dislike. I'm a martial artist. We punch and kick each other and get stuff out of our system, and that's what I do. I'm not a violent guy by any stretch of the imagination, but... I do do the martial arts. I'm more a Tai Chi practitioner now. You know, everything's nice and calm. But I still like to do my martial arts. and like to fight and the boxing gloves and all that stuff. If one needs to let off some steam, then that's one way to do it. And I could think of quite a few people who could do that. Yeah? But let me jump onto something that is similar but not similar. I love electric cars. I, I'm very much fascinated with them. I don't have one myself. I'm, I'm, I'm destined to get one. I love a Tesla. They're not cheap. But any electric car would do me now at this time. I've got my eye on a little Fiat, actually. That looks like a really good car. But let me carry on, because on, it's not a tech show. Here's the thing, right? 
people are so angry the same kind of venomous angry to the fact that they're keying people's cars and stuff because they're driving electric cars now i you don't have to like an electric car it's okay you don't have to like an ev but why do you want to drag people down to your level of thinking or up to your level of thinking if that's the way you want to look at it because there are so many fine beautiful people on this earth and we all think differently and i for one think that electric cars are the future because they don't pollute yeah you may argue that where they get how they made the batteries and make all the other stuff they're polluting there but a carbon footprint we didn't say the thing was carbon free it's emission free if you're one of these people or listen to this podcast thinking that electric cars are a fad and here today gone tomorrow well that's what they said about the car when the horse and cart was going out of fashion do you know there were so many laws trying to stop the car from becoming dominant it's a similar thing you need to google some of that right let me give you one stupid thing they did if you had a car your passenger had to walk in front of the car to keep the speed down this is a passenger or you had to get somebody to walk in front of the car because they couldn't get any faster than the person walking that's one of the things another one was you had to let off some kind of fireworks in the air to warn people that you're driving there were so many different laws throughout the world man you need to google some of this stuff because you you all think that the ev revolution is new we're 100 years on right we're 100 years on from when the horse and carriage was a thing so now we're talking about they're talking about the similar type of rubbish nonsense going on with evs transition the ev transition from fossil fuel yeah from the combustion engine if you don't agree with me here's what i'd like you to do put your car in the garage lock yourself in there and turn the engine on and stay in there for two hours see how you come out because you ain't going to come out so if you think that a, a, a combustion engine an ice car as they call them is the safer way to go we will do that test now let's take the environment at the equation with electric cars right no environmental advantage at all let's just say that it's exactly the same or even worse as far as environmental standards go as an ice car here's the electric car faster in every way slower in every way what do i mean about slower you ever driven a car really slow in london now they've down the mileage to 20 miles an hour that's one of the reasons why i'm moving out not because i drive fast i did in the past but i don't anymore because you can't drive at 20 miles an hour man particularly in a manual car it's ridiculous <laughs> it's ridiculous to things start shuddering on a magic transmission that much but what the point i'm making here is that 20 miles an hour is walking speed virtually right and that is the speed limit in most of the streets in london crazy stuff so slow that's what i mean an electric car could just trickle along with no problem at all all right no trickle along, no problem at all zen like what i mean by zen like i'm a tai chi practitioner i live out in the country here now and it's quiet all the time 
And I love that. That's what I mean about your zen, your quietness, your calmness. You're in your electric car and you're constantly in this zen-like state. You ever seen an electric car speed? Although they can go faster than even any supercar. I mean, a standard electric car, one of the good ones, let's take Tesla for instance, because I think they are the best electric cars out there. In fact, they're probably the best cars per se. In fact, Tesla actually have a car called a Plaid, the Model S Plaid, that could beat any supercar out there. So people are spending a million pounds on a, on a car. You can buy a Tesla. I don't have that kind of money. For £120,000. And it would take any supercar that's out there. That's ridiculous. Comfortability. You're sitting there. You're going to be so comfortable. The car's upgradable also. I'm, I'm talking about... These are not environmental stuff here. These are just advantages that the car has to offer over an ICE car. The car is upgradable. You can get upgrades on your car over the air like your phone you could drive your car one day get in it the next day and it's a whole new car my friend <laughs> no maintenance this is the thing i dislike about cars is taking it to the garage to be fixed to have all these things tighten up and messed around with what is that all about? We're living in 2023 almost. Why am I still taking my car to a garage twice a year to have this and that done? Changing the brakes. Oh my gosh, it's ridiculous. I'm going to do that. Yeah, you got all this, this stuff in the, this big clunk of metal in the front. Do you know a Tesla motor, you can just carry it under your arm? Yeah, and it's more powerful than any engine in a gas car. Wow. Innovation. Electric car is a stepping stool for a future propulsion, future type of energy. Let me give you an example here. When you watch sci-fi movies, do you think the cars that are flying around and zooming around have got clunkety-clunk in them, like a mechanical engine? I like electronics, right? My first job was working for an electrical company, electrical. When you are wiring electrical things, it's hardware, it's set. What you wire is what it is, and it's going to stay that way in a 100 years' time. But the way Tesla's building their cars is that they're building it in such a way that anything that needs to be done to the car can be done via software. That's genius. Now, a clunkety-clunk with an engine in it cannot do that because it's like you're wiring a house and it is what it is. The car will be the same in 50, 60 years. It'll be the same. No change. You can't change it. There's no degree of software that can alter the way that engine operates. But you can with an electric motor. The cars are now built in Silicon Valley. They are tech cars. These Electric cars are a stepping stone to something much bigger and better. That stepping stone cannot be got with a combustion engine car because it's archaic. I'll leave you with this. The advancements that have been happening in combustion engines have been minute. The advancements over the last only six years 
with electric cars have been huge, big, particularly with battery technology. But I think battery technology is going to be gone soon. Yes, the essence of the car is going to remain the same, but the energy supply in the car is going to be different. All you could do with a combustion engine is put fuel in it. And the fuel is going to come out the exhaust as waste, kill your and my children. I'll rest my case on that one. But the thing is why I've went on about this or this whole car thing is because people are getting so angry and I don't know what the agenda is over this trying to preserve this thing that we've had for a hundred years. The bottom line is stop and think about how angry my friend she bought an electric car, a Kia. Her brother will not speak to her. He's a car guy and he will not speak to her. And that's the thing. You find these car guys are so angry about electric cars. Things are changing and they just don't like change. And change is good. If you don't change, you're moving backwards. I do not understand the anger coming from these people, whether it be with cars or whether it be with a person not doing what another person wants them to do. Allow people to have their time. Allow people to live their lives. I've got two girls that bicker all the time. I have to train them up when they're with me and teach them how to love one another and teach them that people are different. We have little slogans. We have chants. I am Evelyn Juliet Smith. I'm me, an individual, I'm not the same, I'm different. That's our slogan. And the other daughter said it with her name in front. Because we're all different and we have to appreciate our differences. We we don't have to agree, I'm just saying. We've got to say, hey, yeah, no, hands up, fine. I, I understand where you're coming from. But I have a different thinking, a different thought pattern on that. Yeah? And then we could just all get along and love one another. Because as I said before earlier on, you're on this earth for one thing and one thing only. And that's to be happy. Yeah? You got a beginning, you got an end. It's what you do in between that defines the person that you are. A loving, beautiful person. Hey, before I go, I want to tell you something. I got a little story for you. A man's in a bar. He orders a drink and downs it. Orders another drink and downs it. And he says, hey, barman, give me six more of these doubles. And he downs all of them. The barman says, hey, what's the problem? He goes, yeah, I know. I shouldn't be drinking with what I've got. The barman goes, oh, my gosh, that doesn't sound too good. What have you got? I've got five bucks. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Hey, listen on that note. Listen on that note. You guys, you take care. You look after yourself. And I love bringing you this content. You stay good. I'll see you next time. All right, I'll listen to you next time. Oh, don't forget, um, we got the new channel coming soon, which is Tai Chi Group X on YouTube. All right. Love you. I'll see you next time. Bow.